Hi, and thank you to all of those of you who have given me feedback on the first few episodes. There was quite a lot of comment on that the distraction in the background was a bit too much from due to kind of poor sound quality. So I'm now invested in a better microphone and I hope that will improve the experience. But if you do have any more feedback or any comments, just let me know and I'll, I'll do what I can to make this an even better kind of listening experience. Now, in this episode, I thought I would talk about what being pregnant taught me about proactive UX and a term I call lazy UX. At the start of 2016, I found out that I was pregnant. It was unexpected, but expected at the same time, um, and a bit of a shock. What I didn't know about how I would react when I felt pregnant was that it kind of changed everything for me straight away. So I could feel feel changes in my body um, from the sore boobs to feeling incredibly tired and incredibly nauseous. And I also got a bit more worried than I'm what I normally am. I'm not usually the worrying kind, but the whole experience of having a life growing inside you and not knowing what's going to happen, not knowing if it's going to turn out to be a baby or not, not knowing or being able to do that much to actually impact that i found that quite overwhelming and i kind of turn to exercise usually as my way of relieving stress or worries or just generally letting off steam and i, I kind of googled a bit as you do and realized that you shouldn't exercise too rigorously so that kind of initial outlet of things wasn't really there for me anymore i usually go for really fast paced runs or I head down to the gym and I pound the boxing bag as hard as I can um, and that obviously wasn't something I was just supposed to do but there were other changes to my life as well so at this time I had quite a lot of conferences booked out the whole spring which was all fine but I also usually go to back home to Sweden in and kind of end of the summer early early August end of July and I realized that this year I wouldn't be able to do that I would miss my dad's birthday just because I'll be beyond kind of 36 weeks at that point or around 36 weeks at that point so there were a lot of changes to my life and there was a lot of things that I immediately realized I wanted from technology I wished that there was a, a switch in on my phone that would just turn on pregnancy mode something that would highlight in my calendar when there were certain weeks that I for example needed a doctor's note in order to fly or where 36 weeks were so I knew that at that point I wouldn't be able to fly at all and I wanted something that would tell me in my apps as well including the likes of the Nike training app that these kind of exercises aren't safe to do anymore because the thing about looking for information when you don't necessarily know what it is you're looking for. So it's really, really hard to search. There were so many things that I all of a sudden realized were going on. And this was all thanks to the proactiveness in the apps that I was using, the pregnancy apps that I was using. And this is a great example of what I believe that we should aim for when it comes to experiences. In pregnancy, everything is about the week. It's about what happens at week one, two, three, four, five, etc. And the really good job that the pregnancy apps do is to actually highlight what changes are happening in your body and what's happening to the little baby growing inside you. And there were things that was pointed out, like chemicals, for example, right in the beginning of, of pregnancy. You should be a bit more kind of careful, and I'm very, very fond of my nail polish. And I kind of realized when I was reading through some of the articles in these apps that some of the nail polishes I was using were filled with chemicals, so I immediately kind of stopped using them or kind of looked at other nail polish I could get for special occasions 
And obviously nail polish is a small thing, but it's the little thing that often makes a difference to our lives. Um, they also highlighted what you should be doing and what you should be eating and what, what you should be kind of thinking about. And I kind of lack this in, in general. There was one particular app that kind of sprung to mind and that was the Wittings app. I don't normally weigh myself very much simply because I don't. Um, there's better ways of kind of measuring how, how you're kind of doing. But at this point, I actually wanted to know how much gain I would be gaining and not because I was worried about gaining too much, but it was an interesting point of data that I kind of wanted to track. But when you open up the Wittings app, there's nothing in there, or the health app as I believe it's called now, there's nothing in there to just say that you want to monitor your weight. You either need to kind of put in a goal that you want to lose weight or you want to gain weight and none of these things were kind of applicable to, to my situation. And this is kind of a lost opportunity for someone like Wittings, I would argue, because even if they have an audience or user that, like me, who don't normally track my weight as such, the chances are that once I'm kind of given birth to, to the baby, I want to lose that pregnancy weight. And at that point, I probably do want to go back and kind of look at um, tracking my weight. But there was nothing in this app to turn on pregnancy mode in any kind of way. The other thing I realised was when I was looking through all of my different apps to see if there was some kind of mode that I could turn on and I kind of turned to the, the health app uh, by Apple and in here I was talking to my brother and we realised that even if you're a male there's no way of getting rid of the reproductive health data section that's in the app and this is where the term kind of lazy X comes in that I, to my knowledge there's not a single male who needs to keep track of their body temperature and their, their cervical mucus texture and all those kind of different things. That's just simply not relevant for, for a male audience. So those things shouldn't be there. That's something that we immediately should kind of take out doing a simple um, if this then that kind of statement almost and say, well, if you're a male, this section is not relevant for users. But in general, what the whole pregnancy experience taught me is that there's so much more we can do in terms of providing value through the products and services that we design. And pregnancy isn't by, by far the most kind of important event at all, um, but it become, became just more something that I've made me think about how there's life stages, just like the typical kind of experience stages to any kind of product and service, but that we should consider and we can try to include that into what we're designing to think about how we can go that bit of an extra mile to draw from the experience from the pregnancy apps that proactively give you advice that proactively tell you what you should be knowing so we kind of take away the burden from the user to search for things that they don't necessarily know what to search for already because they don't know what the terms are so teaching us to kind of to think one step ahead to add in that bit of extra kind of delight and really provide value to users and generally i definitely think that some having some kind of switch to turn on pregnancy mode would be really beneficial um to turn on other modes as well i'm not married but i'm sure going through marriage is probably a similar or getting married is a similar kind of experience where there's lots of different things happening and what you generally could do with kind of an assistant in your app that ties it all kind of together and 
and it connects the different apps that you have, connects the different data points that you have, if you so wish. So that my kind, that's kind of my my thoughts on the whole Proactive UX and Lazy UX experience and and what pregnancy taught me about the same.